0: What's up, guys? We're the Sobo Tours. I'm Anja. I'm Mai. I'm Misha. Yes, and today we are going to take the red pill and go into a deep dive oh, oh of the latest god. Matrix Resurrection movie. I wish I took the blue the latest, in this case. The Matrix movie. I also movie. would like a blue pill,
1: please. <laughs> like, I, I think just we're all in agreement
0: that. that we would have rather <laughs> taken the blue pill for the Matrix Resurrections. Oh my god. Ooh, this is
1: gonna be fun though. Okay, so
0: without further ado, here we go. Jump into the mirror, guys.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Ah!
0: <laughs> Sorry. I just needed to what insert the all shit. the references I could.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> it's like all these jokes are literally like over 20 years old at this point. <laughs>
0: Okay, fresh off watching the fourth Matrix movie, which is you know quite unthinkable in my opinion. <laughs> the last one came out what almost twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about what we thought about it, can you tell us about what the, this movie was?
1: Nobody can.
0: <laughs> what was the point of the movie,
1: Misha? <laughs> <laughs> can anybody even begin to explain? It's a reboot.
2: Quill. Reboot quill. It's a reboot quill. <laughs> reboot okay. quill. Is that Don't a
0: new try. word from the thesaurus? Because, you know, we kind of had to go through the thesaurus to understand the first oh
3: three my god. Oh, oh no,
1: yeah. Oh, somebody, wh- whoever wrote it, just had a thesaurus nearby. I swear. But, okay. I'll try to hmm. sum it up in a way. So, uh… Yeah,
0: let's see. Let's see.
1: Oh, I'm sweating already. <laughs> How do we do this? Okay. So…
0: <laughs> Jumping like, jacks first. Warm up. Do it. Yeah, no. yeah, you can. do I need it. a
1: shot. I need a fucking <laughs> shot for this. But okay, um, so we are jumping from the events of uh, the last movie, which was The Matrix Revolutions, where <laughs> now humanity is uh, is at peace, safe from machines and evil squid-looking thingies. And unfortunately, metal squid word. <laughs>
0: metal squid Iron squid word. <laughs>
1: well, they're kind of grumpy, so that that fits somehow. But this piece, unfortunately, is in exchange for the lives of our beloved protagonists, Neo and Trinity. So mm-hmm. this is obviously a movie where you need to see all three beforehand. But if you don't, it's okay. They'll keep reminding you anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> mm.
1: but okay, back to the story. Apparently, though,
3: mm-hmm, Neo mm-hmm.
1: and Trinity are not dead.
2: What? They were dead. They were dead. They, they, they got better. <laughs> they
1: got better. Because of what's science. better, than dead? <laughs> Wait, Robot better science. than dead? at this point? Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> But yes, apparently by some... Spoiler, which we will discuss later. Yes, they are apparently alive. Just stuck somewhere in the Matrix.
0: That's why you couldn't have a rebootquel without them.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rebootquel. Rebootquel So, like, Basically,
2: if you took the general plot of the first one, but you took the pretentiousness of two and three, that's what four is.
1: Yeah, basically that. And you just add a few new characters who have to like find Neo and Trinity. So we'll Mm -hmm. get to that later, I guess. Like how Mm -hmm. things unfold. But yes, what you need to know, Neo and Trinity are not dead. No, they're not. Yes. But how that happened, well, we shall discuss later.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So now that we have the general plot, as Misha would put it, take the general plot of the first movie (laughs) and put in the pretentiousness of the succeeding sequels into this one.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: What did you guys think about the movie?
2: Oh, God. (laughs) Who wants to go first? <laughs> can, can I just preface things by saying I really loved the first one when I
0: first I saw that. I adore it. I adore Dude, the, first the first one. is one. one of the most iconic movies of that era. Absolutely, I absolutely yes.
1: loved it. It, you know, it, it was just the right amount of. Would you say mindfuck? I I wouldn't call it mindfuck. Personally, But it really made you question mm. reality and uh, fiction or whatever. Yeah, for sure. And you know, all these… You, you also give it the element of like the digital world or virtual reality, which was kind of a big thing back then. We were like entering the 2000s. The yep. whole Y2K yep. thing was a really big deal. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. We are Nobody showing our age we- here. But yes, that was a thing. It's okay.
2: Um for, for, for me, you know, that was the the year that came out. The first one was 1999. You know, it's like you know, we were fresh. I was I was a freshman in high school, and um, that was the same year that you know Fight Club came out. So I was <laughs> watching all this stuff. You know, really, you it makes you question what's real, what's not. You know. So, like I remember after seeing this movie, like a whole bunch of us, me and my friends, we couldn't even fucking talk. (laughs) Because we were just like blown away by what we'd seen, the themes, the performances, the visuals, and even like the the action sequences. Mm -hmm. There's a reason that every action movie for the next 10 years kept trying to recreate what they did in that first movie. Sometimes he'll be funny, like in Charlie's Angels, and other times he'll just be cringe, like in every other. But This movie, I think what struck me the most about it was it felt like a direct to video sequel. (laughs) Like Uh, it was just, it just felt cheap and inferior in every way. The only thing that told you that it wasn't direct to video or direct to -to -to cable, as the case may be, is that it's got the original actors in it and they're one of the original directors. So, where did this go wrong?
1: Where, where? I don't know. We uh, don't know
0: per se where it went wrong, but let's have Mai's opinion about uh, this
1: movie. As for me, uh, that was something. <laughs> 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 I don't even.
0: Have know you lost words to describe the whole thing, the whole experience?
1: Honestly, I don't know how to feel because well, uh, I kinda had fun. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, given the first one was great, kind of brilliant in my humble opinion, but the same can't be said about the sequels. But, the Matrix sequels actually get fun when you're in the mindset of not trying to understand everything about it.
3: Mm -hmm. Because,
1: it is such a headache to even try to understand two and three. They overcomplicate things. They've got elaborate plans with technicalities you bar- barely understand to get from point A to point B. Like, oh, we're going to do this. You you go here and then you disable the blah, blah, blah. And we'll go here and the brut, brut, and boom, boom. And then, you know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> just to get from point A to point B, you try to explain the whole plan, which, okay, makes sense, but... You as a viewer, parang ko But okay, I'll just watch it. But getting to that point A to point B usually makes for fun action sequences, which I appreciate. Mm. And they and they are filled with unnecessarily uh, unnecessary philosophical mumbo jumbo. And this is coming from me. Like I am a philo nerd. <laughs> I love philosophy. I've studied a lot of it. Pero parang at some point, parang gagut <laughs> trying hard kan, eh. <laughs> <laughs> You have to, in dialogues where you don't really need to be talking about, is this choice or is this fate? Like, you don't have to spell (laughs) it out. Oh my God. So yeah, even to the point that people say it's kind of pretentious, like Misha said. But if you put that aside and just go for a ride with a tinge of hate-watching, it's actually mm-hmm. pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I guess this holds true still for this latest edition of the franchise. So but I, I already went into it knowing it was bad given like I also recently just watched the first two. So I had my expectations set and I just went with it. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> okay.
0: I don't know. Like- <laughs> I mean like in my opinion because the, the the sequels weren't so complicated in no way in a para oh yeah they just have to like get to this point beat the bad guy and save humanity which is the basic gist of the whole trilogy but the thing is it becomes overcomplicated by them being too pretentious with you know putting all these philosophical things in yep. it and trying to inject it with intellect
1: ito na, ito and then it
0: becomes too much mat- too much to handle that uh, you yes. lost with your dialogue. Like, yes, mm. exactly.
1: Because you already talk about really deep things like philosophy and you add the thesaurus factor where it's not really dialogue that rolls off the tongue. Like, who the fuck talks like that? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a digital age or whatever but it's just making things harder to be explaining these concepts which you shouldn't be explaining in the first place with such complicated word choices.
3: Ergo, yeah.
2: vis-a-vis, concordantly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then you get to this fucking movie, the fourth oh, one, oh my God. which is trying to jump on the whole trend of reboots and sequels that take place decades after their originals, and it's just—it's trying to be clever in commenting on on the whole trend of that, mm-hmm. and it's trying to be meta. But it's failing in pretty much every area.
0: It, it, it's trying to be relevant in a way about what's, been, what's in the now.
2: Yeah, but yeah. It's not, it doesn't know how it, it, to
0: do it. Yeah, it just get, it gets lost in, in a lot of ways. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of enjoyed picking out where exactly and when exactly they would do it. and it, you know like If I watched this without this frame of thinking, I probably would have thought it was a stupid movie. I still do think it's a stupid, uh, movie. I, I, it's a, I, pointless movie. I but went it made in, it
2: fun. Yeah. I, I went into it because I wanted to give it a chance. I figured there's no way it can be as bad as two and three. You were wrong. <laughs> I was so fucking wrong. This movie is so far up its own ass, it can see out of its own mouth. You know, That's how you know, bad it
0: is. You know, Mai and I have you to thank for. In- Actually enjoying the yeah. experience of watching the fourth one because you you kept ranting about how you hated the fourth movie and how so far oh. of its own ass it was that was the dumbest movie you've seen in 2022. We actually enjoyed it because we were like we were having fun nitpicking like certain <laughs> events certain. Lines of the movie where we thought, like, Oh my god,
1: what the you heck know heck how bad it was. We were I'm sorry,
2: I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> but no,
1: we we thank you, but we you know,
2: you <laughs> spared Sing, us. <laughs> Sing 2 made more money than this movie on opening weekend. Oh my god, really?
3: Yes, that's that is-
2: so bad. And and this is, I'm not even talking, I'm not even blaming the pandemic at this point because fucking Spider Man got 1.6 billion in the bank already at this point. Hey. So but, it's really just their fault that it's a bad movie. Singto isn't bad. Apparently, is... okay. Fine, fine, fine. Good. I'll put it. I'll put it another way. This movie made le- made for a worse December opening weekend for Warner Brothers than Wonder Woman eighty four opening at the height of the, <laughs> the pandemic. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: it made less money than Wonder Woman eighty four at the height of the pandemic.
0: Okay. Oh, here, here's the thing. Here, here's here's, here's this will be my opinion about the uh, Matrix Resurrection. Mm. Uh, I I think you know it has its it it has it does have its you know qual- good qualities in it. Like it's it's beautiful. Like everything's been beautifully done. Set design, or you know, just the the visuals are just stunning. Like it's it's you know it it's you you do know that really? the Wachowskis… no, I mean like not okay. The, the parts where you see cyberpunk. The cyberpunk influence in it. It's just... Dude, it looks great. But that's it. It's basically a beautiful mess. The movie didn't know where it wanted to take the audience. While also overloading its audience with so much information about the past three movies. Where it, it just becomes messy. And quite frankly, dull.
2: I didn't find it beautiful. I found it generic. Honestly. I don't know. I, I liked how... I liked the imagery of Io. And uh-huh. I don't know. It's a, they they say that some time has passed since the since you know the the trilogy, but then you go to Io and it looks pretty much like you know like Zion. Io, <laughs> sorry, lang <laughs> 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 <And, laughs> And there was like not a single iconic action sequence in this movie, not one. That's
1: no. true. That is true. At, at least like we say that two and three are kind of bad, but uh, they gave us iconic imagery at least, mm-hmm. at the very That's, least, they had
2: th-
0: that fighting in the foyer in. Two, Ooh, good. That was like all right. That, that, that those had really stunning stills. Mm.
1: Or like even how stupid the whole last rain fight between Smith and Anderson was. I mean, why mm-hmm. did it have to be raining? But oh, okay, fine. It's fighting in rain the looks cool. While so. flying? Okay, they're flying in the rain and yeah. punching each other. Okay, Dragon yeah, ball fighting. Yeah, at least that was iconic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Even but, we didn't understand but this, it. But, mm. And,
2: and there, and they're the movie's allusions to things that happened before and acting like it's so clever for pointing out the references… And then going so far as to fucking show you the references by inserting the footage.
1: (laughs) What the fuck? How stupid do you think we
2: are? Uh,
1: Well, so even
2: if you were somebody who's like super invested and, ooh, Easter eggs and whatever, or even if you say that, you know, it's like a poem, it rhymes, they're doing the same verses again or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you can't even get that satisfaction because they beat you over the head with it by actually showing you the sequences that they're referencing. <laughs> I, I think that's where they
0: took um, took the whole show-don't-tell reference or t- show-don't-tell saying
2: quite too literally.
1: Well, they were doing it since the second movie, so… <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god, that second movie.
1: <laughs> They've been doing it since then, so I'm not surprised.
2: I was so excited for that second movie I remember, you know. By this point, I was in college. Like, oh my god, you gotta see this movie, guys. The first one was awesome. And then, the fuck did we just watch?
0: (laughs) You really have no problems dating yourself now, huh? Yeah, I know, right?
3: (laughs)
1: Since we're already there I kind of want to ask you guys Um, so for for those of you who don't know um, the past Matrix trilogy was directed by the Wachowskis but mm-hmm. for this one only Lana returned to make the sequel right right so Misha would you know that like the story uh, behind uh, that
2: apparently that they actually mention it in the movie. Warner Brothers was going to make it with or without them. <laughs> and Lily was like, I don't want to do something we already did 20 years ago. What for? What's the point? And Lana was all like, you know, but it's our baby. So Aww. yeah, she took the reins and ran with it. And I guess tried to make the best of a bad situation. But it it, it didn't help. Aww. Sorry, because, I, look, I, I had to laugh. They're not the same people they were 20 years ago. So if you're going to try and revisit your past works, try to put yourself back in that mindset when you're an angry young filmmaker, you're not going to get that same vibe because you're not that person anymore. Yeah, I I just had to laugh because that when
0: when that scene happened, I was like, "Oh my god, they really had to be so meta in this movie."
1: What scene? Mm -hmm.
0: That scene where they reference the whole situation that Warner Brothers want us to do the Matrix uh, story. Now right. that we have to do it. Oh
2: my god!
1: Right, I was
0: like,
2: right. Oh god, Radio they're game.
0: trying to be so meta.
1: Oh yeah, so there was that scene. It's not just one scene, okay? It's no, not just it's Jonathan. Another. I can make a
0: compilation of scenes yeah. in this movie.
1: And even like the brainstorming of of the whole team. So apparently, oh, uh, yeah. So Neo is back to being Thomas Anderson. Now apparently a really Mr. well-renowned. Anderson. Video game designer. Mm-hmm. So he he made the Matrix video games. Mm-hmm. He has the toys to prove it and ing it to Misha. <laughs> he had all the McFarlane action figures in his office. Like what the shit?
0: They're statues, Misha. They didn't move. They're <laughs>
2: figures, you shut your face whole.
1: <laughs> Ingit kalang Okay.
0: Ingit so, kalong.
1: I will take the silence as agreement. So um yeah, so Neo is is actually there somewhere. Is it the Matrix? Is it real life? We don't know at this point. Because he's he, <laughs> he's having problems <laughs> apparently with his mental health. Trying to tell which is reality. Was, was his video game actually a part of his past? Were, was he actually making memories out of it? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. now that they're brainstorming the fourth installment, wink, wink like this movie like so he and smart. his he and his team of brainstorming crew or yeah the programmers creatives, creatives exactly and they were like so what is our brand what is it all about it's it's fighting it's fighting blood it's uh, it's against what the, is the matrix yeah like it's a message against capitalism or crypto <laughs> whatever like they go on this you debate know, it- you
0: and just need a neuro don't. trigger to whatever, whatever. I was like,
1: oh it's bullet God. time.
0: <laughs> oh God! I really wanted to hit June.
3: I so, really wanted to
0: hit that guy like, in the what face. What the, the shit? Sound, why does this guy sound like a you know cheap Mister Anderson sounding you know Agent Smith?
1: I know. It's just it doesn't it doesn't suit the tone. I see what they were going for. They were going yes. for like meta. Yes. Okay, but the first three movies just. It were taken so seriously that now that you jump to this reboot, well, why are there jokes like this? It doesn't That's make it's sense. it's so jarring.
3: It, it is just, jarring. Because they're not even
1: good jokes. Yeah, and I appreciate self-awareness, but it was cringy because it's like a totally different tone from the last three.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there is a way to make your movie meta. There's also a way to make your movie self-aware, but not overbearing because this just felt so overbearing in my opinion because they were forcing it down your throat oh we're trying to be meta you should all be understanding all these references that we're
2: pulling in the movie maybe they thought like if they call it out then nobody else can but the problem is they kept on calling it out (laughs) over and over and over in the least subtle ways possible to the point where you know They were already pretty much just remaking the first one and explaining it to you every step of the way.
1: You know how I see it as. You know that I don't know. Maybe you have a friend like this, or maybe you don't, or maybe you just know an acquaintance. that they just keep bringing up their flaws that you don't really care about in the first place. It's just like I'm gaining weight. I'm gaining weight, and expecting you to be like, no, 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 it's okay. You're not. Parang kaya <laughs> yung impression ko. Even when if you finally be the one to say na parang yes. <laughs> Kung magsawa ka na no parang o na o na, malovensha. You need you mo-
2: Does this dress make g- me look fat? No, your fat makes you look fat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I kinda get your point, Pai, and I agree.
1: Yeah, well, it man, makes so
2: I, much
0: sense. Oh
1: look, yeah, I'm just the I wouldn't have noticed if you didn't point it out in the first place. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And I think yeah. if they left that whole meta commentary too, there's just one character. What we said earlier, the, uh, the analyst, because. Mr. Anderson is now going to a therapist, right? A psychoanalyst who is played by Neil Patrick Harris, Barney Stinson. Barney Stinson. Probably the worst choice for a therapist ever. But,
0: (laughs) you know… Because Barney has issues. (laughs) What? You know what? He would be the best. You know why? Would he be
2: the best? Because he's awesome. Ew.
1: (sighs) Every
0: session would be legend. Wait for it.
1: Ew! Ew! (laughs) (laughs) No, but like… Okay. It probably wouldn't… Anybody who owns that Barney Stinson book and lives by it, red flag. The
2: bro code.
1: Red flag. Just, <laughs> you know, for the ladies out there.
2: If he swears by that, red flag. Even for the men. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. Just don't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Mm-mm.
2: Okay, so like if they kept the whole meta commentary to that character because it is literally his job to analyze everything that's going on. Maybe it would have been more acceptable, but they were putting this dialogue, this meta-commentary into every fucking person's mouth in this movie. And it was so bad. Like, they would literally say things like, you know, um, people hate sequels, people hate reboots, so we're going to be doing this and this and this. Or why would we do it in the first place? I'm like, stop talking you sound like a fucking focus group (laughs) and Mm -hmm. like asking our questions doesn't make you smarter than us because (laughs) the whole point of this movie existing is you fuckers should have had an answer for that before we entered the theater Mm -hmm. you know and you should know how do we
0: know (laughs) the whole impression to me when lana wachowski decided to come back for this project was just felt like an obligation because this was this was my baby with, you know, this is my baby with Lily. Yeah. So if Warner Brothers says they're going to push through with a project like this, even, with, even if we're not on board, I'd probably, I should probably do it. I'd feel obligated to. I, that was my impression. Like she didn't even bother, you know, trying to take care of it at the very least. Now we know which Wachowski liked kung fu, like choreographing, <laughs> or filming kung fu action sequences. Oh my God. This movie did not have any great. Fight scenes. What, what, yeah.
1: Yeah. Misha's no. right. Generic fight scenes, not as and, iconic and as generic the first shootouts, movie. also. Yeah. It was
2: literally people pointing guns at each other and <laughs> shooting them. Yeah, there was
0: no no hint of any gun-fu, any yeah. hint of you know those old those, all those old, any homage to those really great kung fu action sequences they did they had in the yeah.
2: last three in because the first they, three movies. They didn't bother bringing back Yuan Wu Ping to choreograph the action. Aww. For those of you who don't know, Yuan Wu Ping choreographed everything from fucking Drunken Master in the '70s to fucking you know Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon in the '2000s, mm. and he choreographed. Those three Matrix movies and help popularize that kind of style of fighting in the West. It was mm-hmm. and it was iconic. But mm-hmm. here,
1: there's just nothing. Yeah. It's just, it's just, just punch, punch, kick, kick. And, it's okay. just generic up, breaking. Up, down, of- up, down, A, B. <laughs> yep. Up, down, up, down, A, B.
2: Hadouken! There's nothing inventive. There's nothing, you know, imaginative. There's nothing iconic. It was just the whole fucking movie it was just, hey, you remember this? <laughs> the whole movie was just that. By the way. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: so, okay so now that we've got all our gripes out, uh, not even I gonna still say
1: all gripes. our thoughts. I, I, <laughs> I, still I also have gripes. Okay, fine. While we're still in the direction, we mentioned yes. earlier that um, the the metaness was a disconnect. Another disconnect for me personally was how different it looked. Yes. Yes. This was, for some reason, it felt glossier and warmer than the mm-hmm. first three. Yes. Like, right. uh, how do you put I have, it? I kind of uh, have
0: my, my theory for that. Uh-huh. But I guess it's because, you know, they have better cameras now that we could shoot in 4K. No, but still. A. But I like
1: mean, the, f- the style of the first one. But here's the thing. Here's the thing.
0: The first three Matrix movies were designed supposedly by the architect. And this one was supposed to be designed by the analyst. So you're Thereby,
2: saying it's a new program.
0: It's a new program mm-hmm. re-engineered, redesigned by a new you know, manager. You know, these, yeah, these, that makes these sense. I, I,
1: I get it. But yeah. that's the I, only I, I, logic I can see. Okay, I remember the last ones being grittier and literally more madungis for lack of a better term. Because uh, especially in the Zion sequences where everybody was just like sweaty and never washed their clothes. (laughs) And Um, having a
2: rave while machines were (laughs) coming to
1: kill them. Yes. Um, Color palettes were even cooler back then. Like literally cooler toned. Yeah, And I guess… It was symbolizing how cold the world is being invaded by machinery and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't feel as visually connected to the first three. I mean, you know, just looking I, at them, yes. it feels like another time I, or maybe a different franchise all right. altogether.
0: Uh, here's yes. the thing. They may have also explained it. Why? Because this movie is supposedly 60 years after that, yeah. that whole thing. So they had 60 years to develop this new city with, you know, with artificial intelligence… With them. So it's not just really the humans now. It's like humans and robots programs working hand-in-hand in hand now. Living together in unison. Creating something. They even did an artificial sky. They can mm. make strawberries now. They can have gardens. Whereby mm, in the last three movies, they didn't have the luxury of food. They didn't have the luxury of organic food back then. Right? Yeah. So I think I, they I could, you know, there's some explanation to,
1: to I, why um, there's
0: that difference. I
1: get it. I get it. Yeah. But- If you just look at it big picture… Well, we understand since we know these details. But if you just like zoom out a little bit… And put screen caps of the first three movies next to this one… It looks like a totally different movie. At some point, it looks like John Wick. (laughs) Not just (laughs) Uh, because of Keanu's hair and his facial uh, facial hair.
2: Yeah, I get that. Because part of what made the original film… I'm not even going to get into the sequels… But to some degree, also the sequels… What made them visually distinct was, you know, the the, the the treatment. It was cyberpunk, sure, but it also had a touch of, of film noir. And, yes. you know, they were dark and, you know, fine. There was a fucking green filter over the screen whenever they were in <laughs> the Matrix just to differentiate it be- between that and the real world. But if you're saying that because it's a new program and it's more perfect than the old Matrix… I wouldn't say perfect, though. Or it's a new version, fine. That brings up a question in my head. Was that green filter? I mean, I know it was there for our benefit to know, so that we would know when we were in the matrix, when we were watching the real world. But was that green treatment? Could could they also see that? The people who were in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if they Honest did, question. If they did, <laughs> good question. They, wait, I have an answer. If they did, they would have told us by now, because they're so mad. <laughs>
2: That's also a very good answer. (laughs) If they were just trying to make this new world look as… You know, coloring book friendly and flat as humanly possible… Then okay, I guess. But you know… I don't think anybody was complaining or saying… How come our world's so green? (laughs) I don't think anybody cared. (laughs) So I ask again… Could they see it? Or is that really just for us? (laughs) Maybe… I don't know. I I think it was just really for us. (laughs) And, you know, the treatments of the, the action scenes also. Um, bullet time was like the biggest thing for a while. And it might surprise a lot of younger filmmakers now. Like that iconic shot of the camera spinning around at full speed while the characters are moving in slow motion. You know, that was literally set up by having 250 still cameras set up in a semicircle and having yep. them go off at high shutter speed sequentially yep. and then and then running it through you know running it <laughs> playing them as if they were from one strip of film and that was great because it was something we'd never seen before at the time even the second one they 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 had they literally built like a mile and a half of actual fucking highway to shoot their highway chase so they could control it in this mm-hmm. one i didn't feel that i didn't feel any kind of effort to give us something mm-hmm. iconic? The most half. iconic thing, half. I think, was just people committing suicide. <laughs> oh <laughs> on my half, God. On Committing suicide on passing cars. Half the directorial team came back. So
0: there's half the effort. Anoba. Wow. Oof. There's just one Wachowski now.
2: Oof. Yeah, but Sorry. even one Cohen brother is still making good fucking movies without the other. Fair enough. This
0: is just sad. This I have is, is no just argument.
1: I
2: have
0: no <laughs> argument to back up my claim.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, well. I mean, um, I was rooting for Lana. I, was, I, you know, I also I, was. And uh, Keanu. We all love Keanu. I don't love him so much here. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I don't know. He's just the same character in all his movies. Except maybe Bill and Ted.
2: Oh, and, and that's another thing. Because like… <laughs> In the first one, he was like your average 20-something slacker, whatever, right? Just jacked into the internet. Doesn't give a shit about anything. He's antisocial, all that stuff. But, you know, he's destined for great things, right? Still
1: on dial-up, probably. Still
2: on dial-up. Most likely. <laughs> and, you know, following Alice in Wonderland references.
1: Oh, but, my God. We'll get to that later. <laughs> but in, in this
2: movie, when you're seeing somebody who's in their 50s… Still acting, pretty much the same way. Uh, he doesn't, Keanu. We love you, man, but you do not have the range to pull off that kind of a midlife crisis thing that your guy is going through in this movie, where well, you're wondering well, if like your best days are behind you or if you know if you're really just gonna get stuck in doing the same thing over and over
0: again. Didn't didn't Agent Smith kind of call him out for that? Like, look at you, the balding nerd, and look at me.
1: <laughs> well. Like, To be fair, Keanu has shown the most range for the Matrix movies here compared to the Mm. last three. At least more range of emotions because at some point he was questioning if he was getting deranged or not and he was freaking out. Mm -mm, mm -mm. But I still wasn't convinced. (laughs) I'm sorry. Keanu, I love you. I mean, it didn't have that same level of commitment Compared to, let's say, when he was playing a douchebag version of himself in Always Be My Maybe. That, that was, was great. Effective. That was great.
3: He that committed.
1: Like, yes. Like, But why don't I believe this? Mm-hmm. I don't this know is why. This, I can't explain it. He was basically
0: it. playing, you know, the…
2: the
1: he was the playing filmmakers. Sad Keanu meme. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or is it huh. a case of what uh, somebody mentioned earlier… Um, just not being the same person anymore. If it's if that's the case for for Lana, maybe it's also the case for Keanu. That was he actually feeling like I was done with this twenty years ago. I don't know. You,
2: you, you know what's surprising though, Carrie Ann Moss. I I I kind of believed her.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. She she was, she
2: was she bringing was, it.
0: She was gorgeous. She was amazing in the mm-hmm. in the very brief sequences that we had her in.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Carrie and Moss. Like after the second or third meet cute, you know, I was still on board. <laughs> I was <laughs> still on board. Anong mga meet cute dito? I know. Like oh my god, if I was that woman's husband, I would be so mad at both of you right now. <laughs> what the hell?
1: I I believed her in this new world. I believed her as yes. a, a as a mom mm-hmm. or as who Tiffany. for some reason, yeah, as, as Tiffany. As somebody who, you
2: know, she was in a different place in her life, and she owned it. I liked yeah. it.
1: Like, she has three kids but still fucking loves Ducatis. How badass is that? I know. Yes.
2: Huh. I mean, Keanu was just a variation of whatever the fuck he was doing 20 years ago. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, so we talked about both Keanu and um, Ann Moss. We've seen them in the three previous movies. What can you say about the new cast members?
1: What. Define new, new as in totally new characters or new faces, but the same characters.
2: Oh my god! Why do they do <laughs> or
3: that?
1: Just <or>, <laughs> <laughs> be specific because there are like okay. familiar new faces. The, the characters new faces in general, different faces.
3: Ugh. New
0: character, new character, new. Bah bah. tole Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about new new faces in general?
2: <sighs> I I think that you know I think Mai is thirsty for um Jessica Henwick
1: Excuse me ako lang ba
3: hindi
2: we... hindi no ako.
1: <laughs> <Excuse laughs> ba muna tayo <laughs> Excuse me you're trying to put it on me when before we hit record all three of us was thirsting o- were thirsting over bugs but okay. yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, yes,
2: everyone's just, just everyone's
0: thirsting <laughs> over <Jessica laughs> a I kind of hate the name though bugs. I really kind of hate the name oh, though I
1: can explain it I can explain the name because it, well besides it, besides computer slash bugs okay I can explain it so it's very on the nose so she does say it at the start bugs as in Bunny and she has a, <laughs> and she has a rabbit tattoo as in oh. the rabbit who takes Alice to Wonderland.
2: Like the girl with the like, fucking tattoo in the first movie, because yeah, like that's the, the kind movie. of that's the kind of reboot Quill we're watching, and then Hugh White Rabbit. Oh my god.
1: As they tirelessly love to reiterate as a reference (laughs) in this franchise. Ta-da!
2: Down to the point of he's even going through the looking glass. Again! They're like, oh my god!
1: Stop! (laughs) But okay, back to Jessica Henwick. Okay. We love her.
2: She's amazing.
1: She is a joy to watch. I actually haven't seen her in anything else. I know you guys are fans even from Iron Fist. Mm -hmm, But this is the mm -hmm. first time I've seen her on screen. But she was an absolute Joy to watch, I, and okay, getting to the first the accent. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. which apparently isn't present in Iron Fist. Like Iron you Fist. Said. She you saw an American her with her accent. Fist. She had her accent in Game of Thrones. All oh, right, right, right. But you know, here I don't know why she's just so much hotter. <laughs> uh. I don't know if it's the blue undercut or even just the the styling. Uh, I love those orange harem pants she was wearing at the she beginning. Cool. Ah, so she cool. deserves.
2: She deserves so much to be in a better movie. And um, just as a side note, she actually turned down Shang Chi to uh, be in this one because because she so loved her Iron Fist character. She knew she came back as somebody else in the MCU, and this is before they more or less decided whether or not the Netflix shows counted. That she realized she didn't want to um, eliminate any chance of coming back as Colleen oh. Wing. So she's like, okay, I'll just do something else first. And then if they want me back in the MCU for my OG character, I'm game for that. I mean, I love her for that.
1: I respect that. Mm-hmm, yes.
2: Absolutely. Uh, performance-wise, also she did bring it for this
0: movie. Yeah. Actually, yes.
1: at the start when, you know, she were we get introduced to her right off the bat, I thought there was potential for good um action sequences because she was doing like jumping off the walls thing and like flipping over and shooting guns but it doesn't get any better than that to be honest so I had high hopes because of her
2: Actually, yeah. it might have been a better movie if it was about her, and then Neo and Trinity were just like maybe, you know, at the end.
1: I would not complain. <laughs> honestly, I, I, because honestly, the, would not complain. Because no. the
2: only thing I would
0: ask for right now is for them to expand on the lore.
2: Yes, rather than just giving us the same shit that we had, you know, <laughs> twenty years ago when everybody was making a better movie. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Didn't they just? Didn't they say that also in the movie? <laughs> well, that, that that takes us to like the concept of reboot, sequels, and reboot remakes. Quills. You know, mm-hmm. and reboot quills? Remake is when you change everything, but you keep the title. Reboot is you do the same shit, but you add youth and diversity. A sequel is when you know you just add on to something existing. So, like this one didn't know what it wanted to be. Mm. Hence, reboot quill. It's a reboot quill. <laughs> yeah, reboot
0: quill. <laughs>
1: And they introduced a lot of new characters. Which I guess, like, 60 years later, this is a new era. But I actually personally enjoyed the new, like, literal new, new characters. Huh? Not, I wanted to see that, more yeah. of them. Yes. yes. I, so we have a new breed of fighters, which gives yeah. us a Sense8 reunion! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so weird! It was so cool though. It's like probably one of my favorite things about the movie. Uh, yeah, one I of the movie Sense8 Saving Graces so much. for me. So we we see um, Erendira Ibarra, uh, Brian J. Smith, and Max Remelt, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Daniela, Will, and Wolfgang. And also at some point, Amenitas there as one of the random office mates. Um, mm-hmm. One of the brainstormers, per se. Yes. One of the meta people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and I'm just so happy to see them all back together. Even if they're second bananas. Or maybe third, fourth banana for one of them. So- but… It's probably one of my favorite things about it. It's just to see them all together again was just like, oh, my Sense8 heart. I'm so happy. Thank and you. Something that's interesting… Thank you, Lana.
2: Thank you. Something that's interesting about the whole Sense8 and the Matrix thing is because a lot of people, even in 1999, were reading the original Matrix as a commentary on on LGBTQ, on trans, on whats is, what what is identity… Finding your true self, being able to express yourself—what's real, what's not—and this was years before um, the Wachowskis came out as trans. So you know, it—it it was always a subtext, and mm-hmm. they were able to really push. It—it it, it stopped being subtext by the time they got to Making Sense Eight, mm-hmm. and it was—it was—it was really great to see how they progressed with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what makes this one all the more. Um, Disappointing. Jarring. It just feels like, regressive in a lot of ways. Because it's just doing something safe and you know, something we it's 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 comfortable, basically.
1: Yeah, jumping but, from a sense eight to right? this. <laughs> like you already did sense eight, and now we're back to this. <laughs> but if there's something I'm grateful for, it's just like seeing the cast um. It, it's nice seeing them. Yes, yes. it's like, absolutely thank you. nice. Thank you for that, Lana. <laughs> Okay. But that's me girl. There, there, there was
0: this one one cast member that I was kind of surprised with and also kind of underwhelmed with also that I didn't appreciate. Mm-hmm. The inclusion of Jonathan Groff as her <laughs> surprise, surprise, Agent Smith.
1: Ooh, we're, so so dude, we're I here mean, now in the face of like new faces but yes. old characters.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean like… Oh God. We, I mean like… Dude… Agent Smith was, you know, was this really intimidating character in the first three movies. He Absolutely had this lazy iconic. drawl that mm-hmm. when he would say his lines, when he would deliver his lines, it would scare the shit out of you. Like, you know, all Mr. the people, all, 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 the, all, the, all the rebel fighters in the Matrix that when they hear that, they all go like, oh shit, it's an agent. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Smith. He's there. And they all run. They right. all run. And this time you have Agent Smith, who's a guess what, a Silicon Valley tech mogul <laughs> in loafers, played by Jonathan Groff. Do You expect me to believe that this guy can beat the shit out of you know like a fifty-year-old Neo? I don't awesome. think so. Wow. I think yeah. <laughs> see? Like the whole time they were fighting, the whole time they were fighting, all I could see was King George <laughs> in his white wig, oh my God, yes, in knee-high socks.
1: Adore. <laughs> oh my God. I adore Jonathan Groff. <laughs> well, I agree that he is not as scary as um as Hugo all. Weaving. No. no, he no, he's. Uh, iba kasi yung effect ng si, si uh Hugo Weaving would just like menacingly say, "Mr. Anderson." Yeah, but and you, you know you're he, fucked. Yeah, but Jonathan Groff screams it. He literally screams yeah. it, Mr. Anderson, and just like. Uh, it's like, <laughs> did you miss your Did you miss your therapy session? I mean, come on! What are we yelling about, dude? I mean, he played it well. It's Jonathan Groff. He's from theater, so it's a he choice. Played, he played it very theatrically, which was not what Agent Smith was about. He was not theatrical at all. But you could just like feel it in your bones that oh, Jonathan's a fiat guy. Yes. You know what I mean? It- but I. But here's uh, one one more thing about Jonathan. I'm just I was just really happy for him to see him in a fight sequence. I know you didn't like it, mm-hmm. but I was just like as a person, as a fan, I'm like, oh, look at you doing <laughs> fight sequences, not threatening, but look at you.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll I'm stop so, mangirling. girling No, no. I mean, for me, it's like I'm always happy to see him. But I just want him to make more fucking mind Hunter. What are and, you doing? Well, yeah. Yeah, why are you, making, why see are you doing mind this? Than,
1: than go make this, good this. stuff. That's true. I'd rather see him in mind Hunter.
2: And then… Yeah. And then… You have… Are we going to go to the other guy? Fuck it. Yeah, oh, we're no. way past spoiler point. You, you have Yaya Abdul-Mateen… Who was great in Candyman. Who was, you know… Pretty decent in Aquaman, and now he's 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 the new Morpheus, and that's not even a spoiler. I mean, that was in the fucking posters, that was in the trailer, and here he is looking for all the world like a nineteen seventies pimp in the suits that they give him.
1: Hey, I don't understand. Well, that that, it's it's not. It, okay, fine. This He's is just literally
2: me. dressed like the Joker at one point. <laughs> hey, here's the, he thing. Good. We, he here's looks the good. thing. He
1: looks great, but
2: Morpheus yeah. was true. never fly. <laughs> I, I don't true. Think, that's true. I
0: don't think the whole latex and leather thing would work in, in, in this you know, for this cast well, the two the two leads
1: well, at, at their point. age now. <laughs> At some point they were wearing leather and black and the shades and all, but Morpheus just it doesn't make sense for him to wear all those colored suits, no matter how good he looks in them. But he's not
0: and, he's not the same Morpheus. This Morpheus is a program with the same name, but I not guess. the same Morpheus.
2: It's a totally different character. Probably you know, that, that, based that on... just reinforces what, what I was on earlier they could have just done it with the new Agent Smith with the new Morpheus let Bugs have her adventure and that would have exactly. been cool that would have been a yes. cool movie and then maybe get advice from that. Neo somewhere along the line mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. making the movie about you know Keanu Reeves midlife crisis it's kind of sad yeah, this movie could have been all about Bugs
0: trying to retrieve Neo and Trinity and saving them because she believed yeah. that she found out they were still alive and I yeah. wouldn't care Because it's not about Neo and Trinity. As far as
2: I'm concerned, as a fan, their story (laughs) ended already. Exactly. Their story's over. He saved her. He brought her back to life with the power of love. (laughs) And now, 20 years later, he made her see the truth with the power of love. (laughs)
3: Oh
0: my god. We touch hands and suddenly things explode. Boom.
3: Oh my
0: god.
1: In a crowded room where we are being separated by henchmen. We try uh-huh. to reach out for each other's hands.
0: Correction. In a coffee shop uh-huh. called <laughs> Simulaté. Uh-huh. So in a, in simulate. a <laughs>
1: ocean. Oh my God. I swear to God. The Neo-Trinity reunion scenes were just so damn cheesy. I can't. Like, oh, pro- you can't live without I, each other. Okay. Jesus Christ. I know.
0: I, I could finally say that na si Zach Steyer was in over slow motion sequences. Ha? <laughs> Uh, as in. Sa, sa as, lang, as in. The
1: meet-cute. And one of the bajillion meet-cutes here. <laughs> I know. Over and over again. Oh my god. But we'll it, meet it cute at cheesy. the counter. We'll meet cute here at the table. We'll
2: meet cute at the door. We'll <sighs> meet cute at
1: the garage.
2: Good god.
1: And, and this is what disappoints me. You have this beloved franchise. And Neo and Trinity really… Up there in iconic couples, because they both kick ass, mm. um, and you know, they she would follow him to the ends of the earth because she believes in him. You know that that kind of connection was already there in the first three, and like you said, this the it already the story already ended. But here it's like it's so disappointing how they've been reduced to this cheesy. Yeah, message nalang it. It wasn't even I don't know. I can't explain. Parang hindi na sila, uh. So so at
0: some point, it's not an action movie meant to question it's their reality. Loves, na. It's
2: their love story, which transcends realities. It seems because like uh-huh. even even Neil Patrick Harris, the analyst, he calls it out that mm. no matter how many times they tried to you know create a perfect reality for Neo. It just wouldn't work if she was in his trinity. life. So we had to bring her back to life too. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my it's like it's uh, the first three were questions of like existential questions or like, you know, uh, choice, blah, 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 I blah, blah. And th- these are like internal struggles, but suddenly this is like a codependent thing where you can't live without the other. But yep. like, philosophically, hindi din siya swak sa first three. Yes, hindi <laughs> And it, doesn't help that,
2: okay, I guess that at some point they heard the criticism that for the most part, especially in the first movie, Neo is pretty much one of those guys who is, you know, he's not the best or the most qualified or whatever, but he's going to save us all because he is the one. Even if Trinity oh. is so much better at this job than any of them, you know… She's going to give it all up for this one guy just because the Oracle says he's the one. So in this movie, they try, I think, and rectify that a little bit, little bit. But by the time they come out with it and they have her flying around like she's Superman. It's like, it's huh? It's <laughs> like, oh, fuck, you didn't even set that up. What the shit? You're just doing it because it's trendy
1: that came out of nowhere. They didn't didn't even try to explain why. And they were trying to make it a big emotional moment that look what she can do.
0: It wasn't. It was just, you know, in a sense, okay, fine. Maybe if your emotion was confusion (laughs) and anger.
2: uh, You know what I was thinking when they jumped off that building and it's like, we have to believe… Like, yeah, sure, Keanu. I is confusion was, even an emotion? Because this movie made me feel confused. <laughs> I was remembering that bit where The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson jump off the roof at the beginning of The <laughs> Other Guys. <laughs> that, was, that was the only thing I could think of. And you had, and you had Hero, playing, hero in playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> as they died. Because oh, they jump God. off the roof and it's, it's, you know, it's magic hour, it's slow-mo, and, you know, fucking Hero is playing. And they die. And they die. But in this case, <laughs> you know, I kind of wish they did.
1: Oh. <laughs> I kind of wish they
2: did at that point of the movie because I was just so bored.
1: Or you were just so annoyed at Keanu pushing everything. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I or, or I
2: hated the what the shit was thing.
1: that? <laughs> okay, so you
2: got force push now. Why in the world do you get into a fist fight if you could do that the whole time? I mean, same as in two and three. If you can fly, why the fuck are you getting into a fist fight in the first place? Just fly away. You got a 2000 Agent Smiths, fly away, you know? But here, people are shooting at him and he's force pushing them left and right while Trinity is driving the bike. And it's just meh. <laughs> I don't While,
0: while <laughs> so called bots are. Bombing them with their… That was kind of bots.
2: disturbing. Watching people commit suicide. True. That was uh, fucked yeah, up. That, that was that, fucked that, that, up. But it was and like they too were like little
1: zombies. Th- they were more like zombies than bots for some yeah. reason.
2: But it was just too little, too late. I
1: think at that point, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I'm like, oh, they're trying to do something, but oh, I don't, I don't care anymore. <laughs>
1: Can <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just die?
2: <laughs> no, they're on you know, a bike.
1: They're, they're just
2: boring. Oh,
1: uh, well, tr- seeing Trinity on the bike, though, I kind of missed that. It was cool, but Mm-mm. just Keanu right. at the back, force pushing, force field pushing <laughs> things right? for the end time was like. <laughs> <laughs> here's my thing with so cool already.
2: Here's my thing with references and callbacks and things like that. Those things only really work. If they're at the service of a new story. But the new story has to come first. So that the fan service is just a bonus. If you're building a whole movie around fan service, and it's not even good fan service, you have The Matrix Resurrections. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. You know, it's like just reference after reference after reference. You know what it was like? It was like… When your grandma drops LOL into conversation to try and sound cool, that's what it was like.
3: Oh. Yes.
2: Right? I, I agree. I, Especially the post-credit scene. Like, holy shit. Okay? Because, mm. you know, yeah, fine. At some point, we were all obsessed with cat videos on the internet. That's still a thing to some degree. Let's make a joke about it. Kids will love it. No. No, we won't. No. <laughs> well, no, you we? won't. <laughs>
1: You should have seen you should have seen Anjo's face prior to recording. (laughs) We were kind of like talking about it. And Anjo was like, wait, there's a post credit scene. And we were like, ooh, watch it now while we're on Zoom. (laughs) We want to see your reaction. And his (laughs) face was the most confused I have ever seen him. It was like a (laughs)
2: like a part of his soul died. (laughs) A part of my soul
0: did die. (laughs) Well, like another part of my soul did also die while watching this movie.
1: Oh my god.
0: How I far want- have you guys fallen from the first movie to this?
1: uh uh-huh. mm. I would like you to verbalize your feelings yes. from an hour you- ago. Please share.
0: <laughs> sure. There are no words. <laughs> I cannot articulate my thoughts and my feelings about what I saw in the <laughs> post-credit scene. Because this was the dumbest thing I've ever seen anybody insert as a fucking post-credit scene in a fucking blockbuster movie. Air quoting, blockbuster.
3: So angry. I, love it. I wasted like two minutes.
0: We
2: could have been recording two minutes earlier.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Misha and I enjoyed it though. So that was just for us. Oh <laughs> uh, Yes. It, it
2: brought us joy to see your pain. I, I'm sorry. There was more joy than we got out of this movie.
0: <sighs> okay. So we talked about… Well Misha talked about references upon references upon references upon references. Okay. Did any scene in this movie stand out to you guys?
1: In a good way? Because I feel like we were saying everything in a bad way. I feel kind of bad for it now. No, We've been I mean like, it stand the whole out time.
0: good or bad. And explain why.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, anything with Jessica Henwick is good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying
3: to make it. No, find a silver that doesn't count. Here. That doesn't oh. count.
2: That's 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 a cop out. I'm gonna say one of the meat cutes in the Simulaté
3: oh coffee my shop God. because oh my God.
0: because stop calling it Simulaté. It's annoying.
3: It's because simulate. it's
2: uh, somebody the was coffee me. shop. Find the coffee shop. <laughs> and, then, and it's like these two actors. When you get Keanu and you have Carrie Anne Moss, I honestly think that they have some kind of chemistry. I'm not oh, yeah. gonna lie.
3: Hmm. And you. in fact, I
2: think they have more chemistry here than they did in any of those Matrix movies previously where they were supposed to be in love. Because here, I think you can genuinely <laughs> see that they like working together. They play well off each other, you know? I could literally see them in an actual rom-com or something.
1: I'd love I would, to I would see bait, that. I would pay to watch would, that. Because yes, I would pay to see that. In the or, first
2: Matrix trilogy, there was just no spark. There was no heat. They were just in love because they said they were in love. I, I didn't feel anything. That's why… When she died and he Jesus her back to life in <laughs> the <laughs> fucking Matrix sequels, I was just like, I just don't buy it. He's just Sorry. doing it because I that's can't. what
3: the just- <laughs> I just it it's, <laughs> it's fucking true. <laughs> I'm li-
2: I lost it. And then when oh. he you know what? Okay, okay, okay. When my was watching two and three, because we told her you gotta watch two and three to get up to speed on four, she's like, okay, <sighs> fine. And she was complaining. She was like live messaging us her reactions. <laughs> and it was amazing, you guys. We should do that sometime on this channel. But um, it's all, it's, all, it's if
0: just for you listeners, it's mm-hmm. all in
2: all caps
0: of her complaining <laughs> oh, no. and ranting. It was the best. <laughs> no, I was, but,
1: I was complaining about their skin to the <laughs> hairlines at some point. Oh my God. To the words they were I, using. I saw an interview
2: with the twins. They are the whitest guys ever, and they look nothing like that. You'll be even more offended when you see what they look like in real life. They look like the Weasleys,
3: but anyway, (laughs) 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 those fucking
2: albino twins look like the Weasleys. I'm sorry. Is that better than how
1: they looked in the second movie? They looked
2: like they were like a hate crime in the second movie. Oh
1: my god!
2: uh, No, no, I was gonna say was you were so mad, you were so upset. And I figured, you know what? It's been a few years. I'm just going to put the second movie on. So I put (laughs) it on for the last 30 minutes. And I was like, time has not been kind to you. (laughs) This is still stupid. And then when it fucking ends with the machines carrying him out and his arms stuck out in the crucifix pose... (laughs) Because he died for the machine sins. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching?
1: And after he after he dies, then the Deus ex Machina goes, it is done. Oh <laughs>
0: Fucking hell. Yeah.
1: It is finished. You know what? That's <laughs> like literally the words God said after Jesus died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shitty ending, man. Here's the thing, okay. Uh- I, I did not want to make the same mistake as I did back in the in the um, James Bond episode where I had not seen any of the movies.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So here, it's like, okay, they told me, unfortunately, you have to know what happens in 2 and 3 to understand 4. So I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. But I was hoping with how bad 2 and 3 were, how I had to power through them, that 4 would make up for it.
0: It didn't. No. 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 Sorry. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> I did have more fun watching these because I was at the, under the pretense of it being a bad movie already. So
3: but,
1: uh, Yeah, uh, it was still uh, fun. It's fun to hate watch.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's totally I, a hate watch.
1: I mean, it's… Uh, you just… Uh, I didn't just, want to hate it. I didn't want to really. We, we just wanted it to make up for… The atrocities of two and three, but unfortunately, it's in the same, it's in the same boat. No, Still no, it's on a
0: different league of its own. So <laughs> It's like it's lower than than the third one, in my opinion. Uh, I,
1: I really
2: like g- seeing Priyanka Chopra, honestly.
0: Oh
1: yes, yes, yes. I love seeing her. I love Priyanka. And
2: even the character she plays. Apparently, she's the little girl from you know the train. That was a callback I actually appreciated.
1: Yes, I did too.
2: Yes, because it made some kind of narrative sense that the little girl from where Dumbledore was dead um, <laughs> came back. Dumbledore you know. dead? <laughs> Look, I'm… Oh, fucking hell, you know. <laughs> it's not King's Cross. <laughs> Well, Dumbledore was talking to Neo. Remember in that movie when they, oh, was, when they were both kind of dead. I think you're confused, but yes, it okay. A I know they're both under green. the under
0: Warner Brothers, but you're talking about two very
2: different franchises. <laughs> it would have been a better movie, but you know it was nice to see her and what they were trying to go for. Yeah. More of that stuff would have helped. Honestly, yeah. yeah. More agreed, of that agree. stuff. I you know, agree. Because it leans so hard on what came before and won't stop fucking talking about it.
1: They'd it just... even show you on screen through another screen.
2: Yeah. Snippets <laughs> of oh it, it
1: just takes you out of it. Honestly.
2: Yeah. If there was a movie about bugs and new Morpheus and new Agent Smith on a new mission and, and running… A- with Yes, with Priyanka. Absolutely. In some kind of a new story. Maybe keep old Jada Plinkett. Fine. That would have been cool too. <coughs> Heck, I would have taken
0: the story of oh no, old Nairobi more than what we got. I agree.
1: Yeah, yeah it would have been cool. so jaded now. Mm. Oh well. Well, I guess
0: it's safe to say that we would not recommend <laughs> this movie to anybody. <laughs> what would if you're drunk. <laughs> True. <laughs> or we would if you were in the mood for a hate watch.
1: <laughs> okay here it depends okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try to be fair here since I feel sorry for this movie we've been trashing it this whole time. My answer is it depends because this sequel opens up whole new possibilities for the franchise. Were they necessary? no, but it depends on how you feel about this new beginning, so to speak so if you somehow have an attachment to the franchise. Maybe you grew up on it or no judgment. You actually enjoyed the first three and would love to see Neo and Trinity again. By all means, go for it. Note, take note, just Neo and Trinity though because Morpheus and Smith are not really like Morpheus and Smith and Niobe still herself but is now hella old here. So yeah, if if you are a fan, genuinely… Just, Mm -hmm. okay, watch it. You would want to see how this unfolds. And if you hated Reloaded and Revolutions and just want nothing to do with the franchise anymore, then it's a hard no. (laughs) I don't think it has the redemption you're looking for. And if you're like me, and if you're like me who was told to just watch the first one and leave the rest alone to not (laughs) taint the beauty of the original, please, by all means, keep doing that.
2: Yes, I agree.
1: But alas… I host this podcast and we had to talk about it. <laughs> so I had to power through the last two. Mm-hmm. Was it worth it? My mind says no, but my heart says yes because I love you guys. There.
2: <laughs> you powered through all of the Sacre-picio. last two. I know I am in. Sacrificio
1: for content. I can't believe I'm saying this. This is for content. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to take I- back those few days? I- I- yes. I- I have an actual fun Easter
2: egg. Uh, the guy who was playing Trinity's fake husband um, is Chad Stahelski. He was Keanu's stunt double on the original Matrix movies. And oh. he directed John Wick.
1: Oh. oh. The
2: fuck? Why didn't he choreograph this damn movie? Why didn't he? <laughs> I don't know. In fact, did you and know… Chad. Did, did you know that the reason the John Wick movies got made was because two of the stunt guys… Got together with Keanu and said, you know, we, we've got a cool idea for a movie. And that's pretty much why I did it. Because he learned to trust his life with these guys making those three movies. And at the end of the third movie, he bought them all Harleys. He bought them uh-huh. all Rolexes because he's just the nicest guy. Because, you know, these guys make him look good. He took care of everybody. So later on, they had an idea for… I mean, they they wanted to make this movie… And getting an A-list actor on board, you know, um, it really helped and launched their careers as action directors. Hmm. That's cool. It is. It is. That's even a cooler story than the whole
0: 234 (laughs) of the Matrix series. 234.
2: You want an even cooler one? He's also the guy who doubled for Brandon Lee after he was killed on the set of The Crow. So he's the one who doubled for Brandon Lee and they CGI'd Brandon Lee's face onto him. Oh, that's interesting.
0: That's really
3: fucking cool
2: yeah okay
3: so Uh. I
0: guess you have all our thoughts we think we've had all our feelings we let out all our feelings and pain the past hour or so thank you for bearing with us
1: this episode was the equivalent of like pouring kerosene on the movie and setting it on fire
0: Uh, probably that's kind of fun trashing it though
1: Mm -mm. I'd still watch it though for the pretty people sure Pretty but, people. Yes. But okay, I'm not going to try to appreciate the story anymore. I'm so nah, sorry. No, nah, no, nah, you do no. not.
2: You, You've you done your service. You either watch content. it for the content. You watch it
0: either A, if you feel obligated to complete the narrative of The Matrix.
1: I should have left it one.
0: I can't think of a second reason. I'm sorry.
1: Jessica Henwick.
0: <laughs> okay, Jessica Henwick. Jessica <laughs> Henrik. Jessica yes. Henrik. Okay. Uh, and with that, we end our episode on The Matrix. Thank God. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, for any of you guys who have any thoughts, any suggestions for us to do for the next couple of episodes or any movies you want us to check out, you can hit us up on our socials on Instagram at sub underscore or our Facebook group, Subotours We Like Movies and our Facebook page, Subotours. Again, I'm Anja.
1: I was uh, too tired to sing you out. <laughs>
0: <I> usually, <laughs> no distractions! I, I distracted I, I, myself.
1: You know, I, so usually whoever does the extra, somebody like tries to sing over it. And just, oh my like, god, were you gonna do rage? I, I was… but I'm, I'm just too exhausted. <laughs> dang, <laughs> I don't even so want to talk about that rage cover at the end of the fourth movie. Let's not. Yeah… <laughs>
2: it was forced.
1: Okay, I'm really I am might. <laughs>
0: And that's Misha, guys, by the way. He's <laughs> even too tired to say his name.
2: I'm Misha. Huh? I'm <laughs> this was a movie. That this we, was a movie. We watched it. Movie. <laughs> we watched it. Move. It is movie.
1: <laughs> I'm <so> tired. Already. <laughs> like,
2: no. God. Movie. Okay, My bye.
1: Thought. Thank you. bye.
3: <laughs>
2: You know what we didn't mention? What? That the f- why the fuck
0: was the Merovingian a homeless dude? Kasi nga old program siya na dinisplays ni neo na hindi na purge.
2: No, I just, I mean like why? If you are a respected fucking European actor, would you agree to come back, dress up like a homeless person, and just rant, bills, rant in yo. French for no reason?
1: It's um. so bad. Same reason why I'm asking um, Monica Bellucci wasn't in it. I would have liked to see her.
2: I would have loved to see Monica Bellucci, yes. Yeah.